cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. And make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello, and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier podcast for all things Batman. He is Vengeance, and he is the Knight. I'm Em, and that's Autumn. That's me. We're back. We're back. I feel like, I know it has, I think it's been one week, but it feels like a lifetime. It does. (laughs) I, th- I literally think we recorded two weeks ago. I'm pretty sure that's true. It feels like a lifetime because, like, we've both just had a hell of a two weeks. And also, independently of all the stress, I just, like, have fallen so deep into Stardew Valley that, like, all time before yesterday has, like, disappeared to me. <laughs> How's Stardew Valley? It's good. Um, who, who are you marrying? What's your marriage plans? Uh, I haven't, I haven't really started hitting on anyone yet, actually. (laughs) Okay. I like, I don't know. None of them are like characters enough that I like care like this. Um, I, uh, I mostly just like farming. So (laughs) are you playing on PC or switch? I am on the Xbox weirdly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair (laughs) enough. I forgot about that. It's probably on game pass, right? It's on Game Pass, which Nora has, so I have to play it on the Xbox. I'll probably end up buying it on PC, like, where I can have the cross save, because it definitely looks a lot easier to play with a mouse and keyboard, Uh, but whatever. Yeah, I played that when it first hit for, like, 70 hours, and then once I fell off, I never went back. Thank God. (laughs) I I like Stardew Valley quite a bit, but it does kind of grab hold of your entire life. Yeah, I'm already thinking about, like... Ooh, do I want to try like Dragon Quest Builders 2 next or like Rune Factory 4? And I'm like, uh, let me just get through this phase. Let me just see where this takes me and not worry about that right now. <laughs> it's probably wise. Batman? Uh, yeah. So, uh, did you watch your Harley Quinn homework? I did. Uh, so we watched episode seven and eight of Harley Quinn. Um, some shit happened in episode seven, but it doesn't matter. I want to talk about episode eight because it's one of the best <laughs> things that's ever happened in Batman. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so they need, so Bruce has kidnapped Frank, the, the sentient plant, because it's got a connection to the greens now has a bunch of powers, whatever. And, um, apparently Bruce's plan is to use its n- new hyper power to help resurrect his parents. Cause Bruce is on at all times. Um, mm. as we find out, but what matters is they get Dr. Psycho who f- fucking sucks, but you know what? I didn't mind him back again. Um, they, he's they now chill a good bit for him. Yeah. He's now chill. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a fake Frasier podcast. 
uh, because now he's mellowed out now that Joker's mayor. Uh, apparently all the villains are just slowly reforming, which is good. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> and he helps him go into Bruce Wayne's mind. Harley specifically goes in. And in there, uh, she sees a bunch of references to all the prior Batman movies, uh, which is great. Like Alfred mm. goes, oh, why do we pick ourselves up, Master Bruce, or whatever? Or why do we fall down, <laughs> Master Bruce? And I love it. Um, but specifically, finds out he's Batman, realizes that he's like an arrested child, that she is the only person qualified to like speak to decides she's going to take him on as a patient and then realizes because of that, she can't tell anyone he's Batman because of patient doctor confidentiality. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's, I don't understand why this isn't what her character is in real DC comics. It, it, like the, the episode before it also like remembers that Harley is a psychiatrist and it's like, yes, the best moment of that episode. Cause that episode before it does not fucking matter. Uh, and um yeah i mean i guess if, i guess if you care about fucking ocean master it matters but i do not so it does not <laughs> and i definitely don't care about mad hatter so yes <laughs> um but yeah uh making that like the bedrock of this episode it fucking rocks it's so good <laughs> also just like you know uh how do we make batman look old now we put him in like batman the animated series uh <laughs> Basically, like they're walking around the animated series Gotham and it's weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not only that, but like you see, like when he first comes to Batman, he's got like he's like purple gloves Batman. They use a bunch of like movie music because uh-huh. they can. Um, it's just good. The way in which that meet like Harley Quinn as like a there's a bit where like young because it's young Bruce. She's talking to young Bruce is afraid of her because he doesn't like clowns. And she's like, look, I like I barely have a clown gimmick anymore. I just like the hot pants, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> <laughs> um good for her um and uh like there's a bit where she sees her past self and is like oh this accent's terrible making fun of the harley quinn accent mm-hmm. um but um the idea that like be- because she's like basically like she's not a good guy she's, like in the way that catwoman's often like a good guy who just likes to steal stuff she's just a she is in the middle as someone who likes to start some shit and is a disaster person but genuinely cares for the people around her that's harley yes. quinn's whole deal right yeah and putting that on bruce wayne but that not extend like she realizes oh this is why he's like this this is why batman's like this, this is why bruce wayne's like this but all and it, i understand i have sympathy as like he's a traumatized child i understand how this turns into a very broken adult but also he's the richest man in the world and could just fix most of the problems with his money and isn't doing that so i'm not actually like sympathetic to bruce wayne the man but being a therapist she is sympathetic to his plight as someone who went through a lot of trauma and because of that she's never going to be like on his side but she will try to help him i think this is perfect i don't know why this isn't her character i one of the better uh, one-off jokes from that is um, her suggesting to Bruce, like, hey, why don't you do, like, why don't you work on trying to get affordable housing in the city instead of uh, going around beating people up? To which Bruce says, people have to pay for housing? <laughs> so yeah, he's the funny. fucking worst. <laughs> I fucking hate him. <laughs> I hate this man-child so much. Yes. Uh, it was just really surprising. I, I'm I'm mad that this is probably never going to hit like real continuity. I like no. Harley Harley Quinn as Bruce Wayne's like kind of therapist who kind of is fed up with his bullshit is a great character concept they could do a lot with forever. I don't know why they don't just make this real. His therapist, because uh, in Ivy's words, she loves taking in strays. You know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially in a world where the Joker is, like, dealt with in this. Like, Harley and the Joker are two separate characters on two very different paths now. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, giving her this is really interesting to me. Gives it gives Batman something to do. Um, it's just neat. I don't know. I just was sitting here like, man, fuck, comics should do this. Yeah. Um, and like all of this, like, and it doesn't like sacrifice the like goriness or the like humor of the show. It doesn't like detour into like, oh, we must put on our serious hats as we like resolve childhood trauma. You know, it's good. They balance everything really well. <laughs> there's a stupid bit. There's a joke about um, Joe Chill um, where they can't remember his name, uh, which I thought was really good. Um, <laughs> where they were like Joe um, Cool, Joe Camel. Yeah, they were like Joe Cool. No, no, no. That's that's Snoopy when he's like a beatnik character. What about the guy who's? I thought he was the guy who sells cigarettes. No, that's Joe Camel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when they reveal who Joe Kill or Joe Cool is, um, he takes off in Bruce's conception. It is adult Bruce Wayne, who apparently he's like, I don't really like guns, but you know, against myself, I don't mind using a gun, which is the most like mentally ill person thing to say. It's like oh, I have a standard in the real world, but applied to myself, none of those rules apply. I'll just be way meaner to myself. I'm like, yep, no, I talked about my therapist about this every week. <laughs> <laughs> Adult therapist or adult Batman, <laughs> um, adult Bruce Wayne taking child Bruce Wayne to go see his parents get murdered again because quote it's what we deserve. <laughs> yes, <laughs> deeply relatable thing to say. <laughs> We're all going to therapy here. <laughs> yeah. Um. I also like the the show is uh, canonically they were going to a revival of the black and white Zorro, not the Antonio Banderas Zorro, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> I love the like sort of malleability of like the show. The show just sort of nodding at like Batman's been around for a very, very, very long time. We're not going to try yes. and like square this circle, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great episode. Like episode seven was fine, but episode eight, I'm like, man, fuck, this show is just going for it. I'm glad they're getting a season four. Um, I wish the comics were this interesting. Um, I mean, I'm not like up on Batman, but no one's talking about it. It can't be that interesting. Yeah. Uh, episode seven, totally fine. And then I was also getting um, uh, distracted by how bad the animation has been. Thankfully, the animation was like totally fine in episode eight where it mattered. So, yeah, episode seven is like <laughs> they are just like cutting out every goddamn frame they can. Oh, uh God. It is it, it's just a motion comic at some points. So I'm like, what are we doing here? What give them money? Yeah. It's it's weird. It's weird. Um But yeah, that's Harley Quinn. Yeah, we'll um, wrap it up next uh next week. Uh hopefully they don't undo any of that stuff about her knowing who Batman is. Because I think it's good. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, I think this is a great uh point to move forward from. Yeah. So hopefully they stick with it. Yeah, um, our episode this week is What is Reality? The 48th episode of Batman Damon Series is aired November 24th, 1992, a Thanksgiving special uh, written by Marty Eisenberg and Robert N. Scher, directed by Dick Sebast, animation by Acom Production Co. Autumn, what happens in this episode? Uh, a bunch of stupid shit, parentheses complimentary. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember this being the riddler traps gordon in a virtual reality thing and they've got to go in and get him out and that's literally five minutes this episode (laughs) i was so furious (laughs) okay so um the stock market crashes because riddler is uh hacking every computer in gotham um he's trying to get rid of all his uh 
personal records. Um, and Batman solves a bunch of riddle- riddles <laughs> um, to chase him down. Robin's here for like three minutes in the episode. Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, there's like a giant bomb in police headquarters um, that then leads to more riddles. And while Batman is off solving Riddler riddles, the Riddler is like, haha, Gordon, I've trapped you in my virtual boy um, death trap, basically. And so Batman goes around town solving more riddles, and then he comes back to police headquarters only to find uh, the, the, the plight of Gordon. Uh, Robin tried to help, but accomplished nothing. So Batman goes into the virtual boy. Uh, and a bunch of silly nonsense happens, (laughs) uh, but it looks great. Uh, it looks incredible. Um, and then, and then he saves the day. Uh, oh, he saves the day. And then epilogue, they go, uh, follow, uh, Riddler's last clue and they find him and he is like a hollowed out husk of a man trapped inside the virtual boy. Uh, and he's just never going to show up in the show again. Uh, it's stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. It's weird. I remembered a bunch of shenanigans in the virtual world and there's just nothing. There's a whole bit about Batman on a chessboard that's ripped out of the prisoner where he's got to act like a knight. Or he falls to the floor, but he's he's being told this as he runs across ten squares of the chessboard, and nothing bad happens until it's time <laughs> to tell him about how the chessboard works. Also, uh, he gets knighted by the opposing king and then wins because that's what happens. I'm like, you would have just been captured. Nobody who's drawing this knows how chess works. Um, it's fine. It's um, fine. This episode is like a lot of things happening and like visually I'm like interested in them. I like the little robot that drives the, the van. I think that's cool. I like all the stuff and I like Batman turning into 24 Batman for no good reason. Um, the- <laughs> and then just, and then just deciding to win by being like, ah, oh, if I do this, it's fine. But if Riddler does this, he can't contain, contain the cohesion of his virtual world. And Riddler's like, oh, you've defeated me. And the world literally falls apart. And I'm like, that none of that makes any sense. But okay. The whole episode has been, Riddles being presented and solved in the same line. Um, and they're all like joke riddles. They're not riddles. They're like they're like puns. Yeah. It's it's like, oh well, Batman, they call you the Dark Knight, so you have to move in like two forward and one to the side, you know? Um, yes. Which is not like a riddle, it's just <laughs> Anyway. There's there's a bit there's a bit where they where they're going to find where the Riddler is, um, and Batman's like, oh, when you remember what he said, Robin. He said, if the planet were equitable, I'd still have my old job. And Robin's like, ah, you mean if the planet were equitable, that means world's fair. And if that was the case, I'd still have my exposition. <laughs> it's li- it's literally riddle in one line, and then the next line they solve it. No one thinks about it. It's just there. <laughs> And yes. it was never, like, established earlier in the episode that, like, the World's Fair was a thing in town. No. The, you, you mentioned it already, but the absurdity of uh, Batman just decides I can divide myself in the virtual reality. Riddler can, too. But if he keeps doing it, 
then he loses? Question mark. It's stupid. It's all stupid. Why? Why is the virtual <laughs> world that he built out of the video game he programmed require him to be concentrating on it to hold together? That doesn't make any sense. That's not how anything works. <laughs> Who cares? Because the Riddler's face becomes the sun at one point, and uh, he just like, that flies away. Great. It's very yes. fun. In, in on the level of sometimes a, a movie is just images and sounds one after the other that you uh-huh. take in. This episode's incredible. It is maybe the dumbest episode <laughs> of this show. Just in terms of like, nothing here makes any goddamn sense. What was the script they were working with? I don't get it. <laughs> Who cares? It's fun. Yeah, it's fine. Commissioner Gordon is trapped in a VR headset, and that's pretty good. You know? That's it. I, I thought from uh, the like title card, which is like, uh, a very intense painting of Gordon, and then it's got like the um, <laughs> the segmented... Batman Beyond Gordon image. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that it was gonna be like, oh, is Gordon like solving Riddler's riddles in this one? I forget. No, no, no. He's an he's an astronaut training thing that's going to kill him. His heart will explode. <laughs> Why will his heart explode? Uh, because he thinks his heart will explode. I guess I don't know. Yes. Shrug. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, it's very silly. I do like Robin being like, I, I'm <laughs> Robin basically says I am like a world record holder on beating Rubik's cubes, but I cheated, um, <laughs> which is a ridiculous <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> and then he just kind of like feels up Riddler's cube for a minute and finds the switch that makes it all work. It's fine. Yes. It, it extremely feels like we were writing this script. We realized we had Robin's voice actor under contract for this many episodes, and we were not going to, like, hit that number, so we just threw him in this one. I don't know. Also, no one, this like, oh, the Riddler, he's got puzzles, right? But no one at any step has ever actually engaged with a real puzzle in the real world. No. <laughs> Nobody knows what a puzzle is. They've heard about them on TV. That's it. It's also just like... <laughs> It's it's stupid. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I thought I, that that's what I was gonna say was that um, <clears throat> he mentions oh if the world's fair I'd still have my old job and I was like oh we we're gonna bring back the threat of the one guy like sleeping with a shotgun in his bed because that was kind of fun nope. and no no, no. <laughs> doesn't matter. Riddler gets nope. two episodes and only one of them can remember bother to remember his backstory. Nope. Mr. Freeze gets more fucking respect in this show. <laughs> yeah. One of the plot points in this episode is a cordless modem, though. So Wi-Fi exists in the world of Batman anime series. That's important to know. Yeah. This show takes place in the 40s, kind of, except that there's Wi-Fi. Yep. TVs might be in black and white most of the time, but there's definitely Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Wi-Fi is new enough tech that uh, Robin can get stumped by it. Like, yes. <laughs> Wi-Fi He's exists. Like, oh, wireless modem! I can't believe it. They don't have that at my fancy college. <laughs> uh, dumb, 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 dumb. Uh, this episode, yeah, it's weird because like didn't really remember it that well. I was mostly befuddled by what I was witnessing, but you know, it's pretty good. I had a great I, I, time. It's, I'm sad that this basically is the end of the Riddler, though. Yeah. 
clearly no one knows what to do with him. They're like, we already got the Joker. We already got the Mad Hatter. This He just kind of falls in the middle between those guys and isn't isn't as good or bad as either of them. Because fuck the Mad Hatter. What a weirdo. Nobody likes him. I can't believe that there's going to be more Mad Hatter episodes than Riddler episodes in this yes. show. <laughs> yes. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Um, nobody likes that creep. I, I did really enjoy... The Harley Quinn Mad Hatter is basically the same guy as from this show, and then she yes. just, like, clubs his fucking face in. That guy is not coming <laughs> yes. back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes. Love that. Uh, yeah, is that is that it? I think that might be it. That might yeah, be not it. Not that much. All right. Uh, next week, uh, like I said, we're going to finish up Harley Quinn Season 3, the last episodes, and then we're going to be watching I Am the Night, which I'm pretty uh. sure is about Batman being sad about his dead parents. He he does be doing that. Yeah. Maybe you should get therapy from Harley Quinn. <laughs> oh, man, Just this saying. is a brutal title card. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at autumnal. You can go to exportodd.io. That takes you to our Patreon page where we've got links to all the free feeds, or for a dollar a month, you can get this podcast early and a bunch of other podcasts early. Uh, with bag end ending, I guess we need to like figure out, you know, make sure the the one dollar patrons aren't losing out on too much. So I'll figure something out for for all of you soon. Uh, and for five dollars a month, you can get Pop Town Funk, which is uh, kind of stupid in the same way that this show is. I would say, um, yeah, just just Nora and I hanging out for the most part. Uh, M, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. You can find all of my podcasts at normalmapping.com. Uh, we're about to put out an episode on Ib and Yumi Nikki, which are two famous RPG maker horror games. I'm really excited to record the episode. We're recording it tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we're going to have an episode of our movie podcast on yes, last year at Marion bed. I think that movie's fucking incredible. Don't know how I'm going to talk about it, but it's really good. Sometimes movies are just images one after the other, you know? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, this podcast, uh, as you said, comes out most Mondays. You get it a week early. If you're a patron, you should give export audio $5. Listen to pop town funk. It's pretty good. Even though I feel like you ha you won't even make it a year before you just drop the gimmick of you're watching a new thing. I feel like we're just rocketing towards this future. You should stick to the gimmick. It's a good gimmick. <laughs> um, anyway, if you're in the free feed, uh, it's a week later. Uh, congrats. Thank you. It's we're well into October now. That's weird. Uh, don't like thinking about that. Um, and if you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends. Um, it's a weird fucking show, but we're we're kind of coming up close to the end of season one of this show. I think it's in the sixties where it ends. Right. Um, and then season like two one... is like still this, but um, it's weird. And then season three is really weird. And we might we need to talk about if we're gonna fold Superman in where it belongs, or if we're gonna like finish Batman and then do Superman. Yeah, we haven't we'll had talk that conversation yet. Yeah, yeah. Um. But it, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of looking forward to doing some Superman. I'll be honest with you. I I miss the I miss the man. I love him. Yeah, he's my favorite guy. Yeah. So. Uh he's he's great. That's what they call him, great man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, until next time, Batman. Batman. Batman.